it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered cold-filtered, and cold-packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. On Tuesday, November 27th, join the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast, James Naveau and me, Jay Zawoski, at Rabid Brewing in Homewood for our Puck Cancer fundraiser and watch party as the Blackhawks take on the Vegas Golden Knights. Tickets are $10, and all proceeds go to the family of Meredith Garcia. Meredith lost her battle with cancer in May, and her family needs our help. Every ticket is an entry into our grand prize raffle, which includes Blackhawks tickets and a signed jersey. Go to madhousepod.com slash events to purchase tickets. That's madhousepod.com slash events. We'll see you at Rabbit Brewing in Homewood on November 27th. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast Postgame Show is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, and by Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. This is Jay Zawoski, and with me tonight 
is my partner in crime, Bourbonnais finest, James Naveau. Hawks lose 4-2 in Vancouver. And James, as this game was going on and the Hawks were falling behind, I was telling myself, this is not a game that I'm going to get upset about. This is not a game I'm going to get mad about. The Hawks had the edge in play. They were without their best player. Uh, a couple mistakes ended up in the back of their net. There's just nights like those. But then the third period started rolling along, and I found myself getting more and more annoyed as that period went on. And it wasn't just because the Hawks were losing, but just some of the lack of urgency from a lot of guys. How about the last two minutes? The Hawks have an empty net. And with a minute left, Nick Schmaltz is just like cycling around, just skating around behind the net, back out to the point, behind the net, and they're passing back and forth. You're down two with a minute to go. You may want to advance a puck towards the net. (laughs) I don't know. Crazy strategy. Nothing they did in the third period was right, like in any sense. Like, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but probably the last 10 minutes of the game or so, the Blackhawks kept doing what you would anticipate that a team would do when they're losing. They kept activating a defenseman, bringing him up the ice a little bit to try to get something going offensively, and they gave up just odd man rush after odd man rush. It was absolutely frustrating just to watch that because you knew it was coming every single time a defenseman pinched in, the Canucks were jumping it, and they were going two-on-one the other way. It was a remarkable turnaround and just it was a silly strategic thing by the Blackhawks it's like look if you're going to keep giving up these rushes what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to adjust your strategy you're obviously going to have to establish possession instead of just trying to catch them on the rush that's obviously not working and that just hard-headed approach was something that really stood out to me in the third period and then like you said those last two minutes where they did have the possession in Vancouver's end of the ice, instead of actually trying to get shots on net, they just kept cycling the puck around. It's like they had no idea how much time was actually on the clock. <laughs> like I'm watching the clock just tick down to like 40 and 30 seconds. And they're still just passing around to bring it through the puck out of the zone a couple of times. And it was just like, it, it was like they mailed in the last couple of minutes of the game. And I'm not saying it's like an effort thing. I'm just saying that, it seemed like they had just kind of resigned themselves to the fate of losing. And there there was no sense of urgency, especially that last couple of minutes. And I thought that was really interesting that they had that hard-headed approach and the unwillingness to change strategy. And then the last couple of minutes of the game, they acted like everything was lost. It was just a really weird third period and probably one of the worst periods of hockey they've played this season. Obviously, nothing's going to ever top that Tampa Bay second period, but... Oof, that was a rough watch down the stretch. Yeah, and, and what, the thing that, that is frustrating about it is they had played very well up until then. I think Vancouver started to get the momentum after Brandon Saad's goal was correctly un- disallowed, the one where he kicked in, and then they tied up the game. It seems like when Vancouver tied up the game, that's when everything sort of shifted. And then that third goal which I don't think John Hayden had a very strong game, but I'm not going to blame him for giving Yokoharu his stick, turning around and there's a puck at his feet. What are you going to do? Those things just, it happens. Those are the sort of things that happen in the course of an 82-game season that you just kind of have to shrug at and say, well, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we really could have done about it. Taves thought he had a stick because when he looked over his shoulder, he did. All of a sudden he didn't, and it's three, you know, then it's 3-2, and then, all, it just all fell apart from there. But there, there are some positives we should definitely mention. 
Um, first and foremost, Brandon Saad, I think probably his strongest game of the season uh, tonight. I thought he was very noticeable all the time. I think yep. Brandon Davidson had a strong game and earned himself another look in the lineup. And I think that... Um, like kind of a half mistake on the on one of the goals. It wasn't really a mistake, but he just didn't commit enough to the shooter. And then he turned around and instantly turned around a breakaway and stole the puck from, I believe it was Louis Erickson in the second period. It was just a fantastic play by Brandon Davidson. It was really great considering what he had literally done the shift prior to that. So anyway, sorry for interrupting you, but I had to give him a shout out for that one. No, for sure. He, he had a strong game. I thought Chris Kunitz had a decent game too. Uh, had a couple really close scoring chances at the end. He just couldn't elevate that backhand, but I liked mm-hmm. the approach. I liked the poise he showed. Obviously, Jonathan Taves was good. Um, but aside from that, a, a lot of passengers tonight. So uh, Corey Crawford was as good as you'd hope. You know, th- that last goal off the stick of Brandon Manning, nothing he can do about that. Um, yep. It's just, you know, we talked about this last night on our full-length podcast, which still stands up, by the way. You don't have to bail on that because we're doing this one. So give that a listen, madhousepod.com. Um, I, I just, it's one of those weird games that, like I said, they happen during the course of a season. But man, now you've got your first losing streak of the season. You're on a tough Western Canada trip. Um, and you've got to hope you can take at least three of these next four points to sort of salvage this road trip a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Edmonton, Calgary. Two teams that are about as good as the Hawks, you'd probably say. So they can all go either way. Hopefully Patrick Kane's able to play uh, tomorrow night and, and then again on uh, Saturday. Uh, but we'll see, man. Th- th- this one getting away sucks because they really played well for 40 minutes and then it all just went to crap at the end. But uh, you really would have liked them see to get two points tonight just based on how they played You know the first uh, the first two-thirds of the game. Yeah, and especially with the way that uh, Brandon Saad and Jonathan Taves were reacting to Patrick Kane not being out of the lineup. I know in the NHL, a lot is made about how one star player isn't necessarily going to be like the ultimate difference. Like you can kind of withstand not having a true superstar in the NHL and you can win games. But when it's somebody like Patrick Kane, it just has this kind of cascading effect all the way down your lineup and losing him definitely you could tell there was some disjointedness in the Blackhawks attack tonight and I thought that honestly the first probably 20 to 25 minutes of the game I thought they actually withstood that pretty well I thought there were some really good moments that they had like you said Brandon Saad very noticeable Jonathan Taves that shot he had on the second goal of the game was absolutely fantastic that was a Perfectly placed shot, perfectly executed to take advantage of the Brandon Sod screen. And there were some really good moments in that game. And then there were other moments where you just kind of were like, oh, why are we still watching this night in, night out? I, I'm at a point now where I want to yank my eyes out of my head every time Brandon Manning is on the ice, man. We'll get more into, I think, this in future podcasts. We just don't have the time to litigate it tonight. But, man, he has just been an absolute train wreck and I I'm struggling to think of a contract that Stan Bowman has handed out recently aside from obviously Brent Seabrook that's just been as colossal of a flop as Brandon Manning has been so far yeah it's uh, I mean Chris Kunitz would be up there even though he was better tonight he's done almost literally nothing all season See, that's uh, the thing though like he's done nothing he hasn't been yeah like, he hasn't hurt like, yeah 
watching the Blackhawks. That's what Brandon Manning's been doing. Yeah. Boy, let's reflect on that, shall we? <laughs> let's address that in our next full-length podcast. But why don't it's it's almost midnight. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's go to bed. Let's try again tomorrow against the Edmonton Oilers, and hopefully uh, the Hawks can come out with two points because this one, it sucks that this one got away. But uh, alas, it did. The Hawks lose 4-2 to the Vancouver Canucks uh, despite a pretty solid effort for the first two-thirds. Um, but again, they're back at Edmonton on Thursday night with another shot. So let's wrap up the post-game show, which has been brought to you by Triple Threat Sports. For all your team outfitting needs, call Chris, 708-478-6090. Marishka's and Crest Hill, family-owned and operated since 1933. Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, with locations in Burbank and Darien. Visit chuckscafe.com. And Rabbit Brewing, the time has come for you to drink mythological-level craft ales. Visit the Southland legend Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. By the way, that event, November 27th, Tuesday against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights come to our puck cancer charity event you heard the promo before the podcast make sure you join us there tickets are starting to sell big time uh, just after last night's podcast alone we sold 10 pairs so you're going to want to get in tickets are limited to 200 there's only 200 spots so if you've been waiting now's the time and we will see you there at Rabbit on November 27th but until then thanks for listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show me and or James will be back tomorrow night after the Hawks take on the Edmonton Oilers. We'll talk to you then on the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with the ring-tailed lemur from Progressive or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com.